It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stacks 92. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle, the show where community knows what community needs. I am Span, uh, the guest host in for Giannis, who is on vacation, and it is my distinct pleasure to step into her very, very small shoes and hope, oh wait, I hope I didn't make it sound like she doesn't carry a lot because she does but you can't talk about a woman in the terms of big shoes because then it makes it sound like she has big feet. So I feel like I'm losing already. But whatever, we're going to have some fun here like we always do on the Sunday Chronicle and get a whole bunch of information in your hands, specifically on perhaps putting money, government money. You mean your tax dollars in your hand money? Absolutely. We could be doing that this issue of the Sunday Chronicle. I am joined with the one, the only, Alan Fox. How are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm doing well. I, I miss Giannis, but it's good to see you here. Thank you very much. Yes, I miss Giannis, too. She is honest. She is awesome. She went and got herself a little vacation, and goodness knows she needed it and deserved it, so I'm glad that she got it. Um, so we, but we still need to talk about some magnificent things you are a part of. One thing in particular we will get to later, but Mr. Alan Fox, you are a treasurer, is that correct? I'm the county treasurer for Ingham County, which includes most of Lansing. Okay. Now the thing about a treasurer as I knew it as a kid is the treasurer is the guy who handled all the nickels, dimes, quarters, and pennies, and dollar bills from all the Snickers we sold during lunch in preparation for the pizza party we'd have at the end of the year. Now, I assume that your treasurer job is a little bit more involved. The the, the county makes a little bit more money than uh, than just from Snickers bars. But, for real, but, but, but it's the same principle, just more zeros. More than like 90 or $100? Really? The yeah, county? But most hours, yeah. I think, yeah, okay, good to know, good to know. So as you are handling the county's money, what typically do you do in the course of a day or week that people people never really seem to understand what it is to have a county treasurer, let alone know what that is? This is an elected position, correct? Yeah, it, it is. Which means if you live in the county, whether you voted for Alan Fox or not, you voted for Alan Fox. So as your taxes are paying him and he's doing a bang, bang job redeeming your efforts on redeeming his efforts on your behalf. So what do you do, Mr. Treasurer? Well, we, we handle all the money that comes into the county. And, and most of that is, uh, is state or federal money. It comes in uh, not cash, not checks, but electronically. And we make sure that it goes where it belongs. Uh, the the uh, uh, I think we figured out at one point that the county takes in from all sources uh, about three quarters of a billion dollars a year. So Ooh. 750 million. Most of it actually not from individual taxpayers. Uh, we do not do the county budget, however. The county board of commissioners does that, uh, uh, and, and the county treasurer has, a, has, has different roles. So you're in charge of watching over the money, accounting for where the money goes. Do you, do you ever have the ability to specifically say, yes, we can approve money in this direction, or is that entirely the, the county board? It, it's almost entirely the county board of commissioners. What, what the county treasurer does have authority over, two things. One is dog licenses, uh, and the other is delinquent property taxes, and that's what brings us into 
contact with people who are having difficulty financially is, is that we are the ones that collect delinquent property taxes. So, so the city of Lansing sends out a tax bill. They just did. I got mine on July 1st. Everybody else in Lansing and, and the entire county who owns property. My girl got, got, got hers. Yep. Everybody got it July 1st. Um, we don't collect that. But if after a year it's not paid, it becomes delinquent and we collect it. And so uh, we see people with hardship. We see people uh, who, who need the sort of assistance that we provide. Unfortunately, our uh, end part of the process, if we can't get people to pay, is that we foreclose. And we do not like to foreclose on houses. I, we spend a lot more money proportionately than most counties on preventing foreclosure. Yeah. Banks love to foreclose because it means they get to buy something. <laughs> well, they already made their money on the product. And now they get to resell it. The county, they're not trying to do that. They're trying to help you keep your home. Uh, what way specifically are you doing that? Now, there is one in particular that is pretty heavy duty and involves federal funds. But we're going to talk about that later in the second half. For now, what types of things you do to help keep people in their homes? Well, what we're doing with, with the program we're going to talk about later is actually typical of, of what we do. We fund uh, agencies that uh, provide assistance to people in, in doing their budgeting, in looking for resources. Uh, we even fund uh, legal services. We have funded people to sue us uh, because sometimes that's the only way that, that we can get a court to, uh, to agree that something that the law says is not what should happen by, by matter of justice. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, you just said something pretty fantastic. You guys will cover the lawyer fees for someone who's suing you because you, the treasurer or the office of the treasurer wants to uh, call to attention to state legislature something wrong in the law that's affecting Michiganders, correct? It, it, it's always a much more limited case than, than something like that. But, but we, mm. have, we have to follow the law. And every once in a while, the law is not just. And, and the only way we can uh, stretch out the, the meaning of the law, if you will, is, is to get sued and have a court tell us, don't do that, do something different. And, uh, and we fund uh, legal services. We, we don't directly fund any particular suit against us. But legal services has used that funding to sue on behalf of taxpayers who had specific circumstances that the law just did not see. And and uh, and we will say, you do that. We won't appeal. We we know what's right here. We don't. It doesn't go to this to the legislature. Nobody sees it. It's done very quietly. Right. Uh, but but that's the only way sometimes that we can uh, give people justice uh, without also uh, violating the law. Why quietly? Why not make a big stink about it? Like make sure it gets in the news or something. Well, it, it's rarely something that applies to lots of people. And, and, and one of the things that happens when something uh, becomes a big stink is that people think that this is something that's more typical than it really is. And, and so uh, you, you get lawsuits that take a, uh, a particular circumstance and it gets blown up to something that is that gets applied much more broadly than it needs to. Uh, and, and, and so we try not to hmm. get into that situation. We do we do. Uh, advocate with the legislature for fairer ways of doing things. We're, we're uh, uh, talking with some people now about some ways to uh, uh, potentially cut the costs of uh, of delinquent taxes. I don't want to get into that too much because it's very, very early. 
Uh, but but uh, uh, but but the uh, uh, but you know we're required by law to charge a lot of fees. We're required required to charge interest rates that made sense at one point. Yeah, and don't make sense now. Right. Uh, and, and and I don't have any discretion over that. I have to do it. I've I've told people uh, I have to do that because otherwise there's the danger that my friends, my family members. Political contributors would come and say, "Take that fee off." I, you know, you know me. Uh, I, and, 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 uh, and looking and, for a hookup. And, and and we can't do that. We don't do that. And and uh, and I tell people that 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 if I if I do it for you, uh, I violated the law. Uh, I have to stick with the law. But but if the if the fees are too high. Um, Sooner or later, the courts are going to uh, catch up with that. And, yeah, and, how, and, how are these rates determined? It, it's all in state law. Uh, and, hmm. and so the state law uh, says that uh, when, when somebody has delinquent taxes, the first year that the taxes are delinquent, uh, it's a 12% rate of interest. The second year, it becomes 18%. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I, I have to do that. I don't like it. Uh, the legislature has to, has to talk about it. And you know the legislature has so many issues going on that it's not one of the top hundred hits. So yeah. So they don't get to it unless it's pointed out to them. This percentage does this go back to the state? No, the the it stays with the county. Okay. Uh, and and that actually gets to answering part of the question. Hmm. What what do we do to uh, to help people out? Well, th that money, if it's not needed to to pay the taxes. Uh, goes to it's called the delinquent tax revolving fund, hmm. and different counties do different things with that. In Ingham County, we use as much of that as we can to fund uh, foreclosure prevention, and so I have in, in in a total office of ten people, four of them work on nothing but foreclosure prevention. Okay, and 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 that's funded out of that part of the money that comes in. It's not funded out of uh, money that's uh, that's voted by the. The Board of Commissioners, although the Board of Commissioners supports doing it this way, mm -hmm. uh, but but we use that money as much as we can to uh, to hire people who listen one at a time to the people who come in and 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 do the work that's needed to get people into a better place. And, and uh, uh, I I think we're among the leaders in the state on doing that. Uh, we're very fortunate in Ingham County for all the problems we have. We, we, we don't have a, a, a very large number, an overwhelming number of people in that kind of danger. Uh, I've, I've talked with, uh, with people in Detroit, and I've told them, you can do what we do, but you Oof. need 100 times as many people as we have. Yeah. And you can't afford that, and, and, yeah. and, and that's the reality. So, so, so I, I would say we're, Ingham County is kind of in a sweet spot. We, we, can, uh, we, we, we have a problem that is significant. But it, it is manageable with the resources we have. And the result is that but by the time somebody has talked with us for a year or two and we, we've had some issues and we're trying to help them out, there are three or four people who know the entire story, who have dealt with the person, who have tried to provide assistance. Uh, and so we don't do very much that's anonymous. We don't, we don't do very much that involves somebody having 100 folders on their desk and trying to figure them out. We, we, we are able to deal with issues one at a time. And, you know, any, anybody who owes delinquent property taxes has other financial issues. Absolutely. That's yeah. why they're delinquent. That is exactly right. And, and, and what we recognize is that it's wrong of us to just say, well, the delinquent taxes have to be the first thing you do. Everything else is less important. It's 
probably there are other things that are more important. Right. And if we don't deal with those other things, we're not doing people any favors. We're not doing the neighborhoods any favors. Uh, we're we're, we're at, at, at best, we're extending processes for too long. So, so we work with people to find what it is they need. And it, it's different. It's case by case. It's not one size fits all. Sometimes it's financial counseling. Sometimes it's a matter of a, a, a senior citizen's owned a house for a while. It's paid off. They mm. pass away without properly without uh, a will, the, without a will or without Ooh. getting it to, to somebody. And whoever it is who takes over the house isn't uh, uh, educated to deal with property ownership. Naturally, and, and, just, and, this is just sprung up on them. I'm like, it, what do I do here? Yeah, it's it, it, it's uh, it's grandpa's house and. Uh, and here I am, and oh, what I have to pay taxes? Where did that come from? <laughs> so, 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 so we understand that, and we do our best to work with people. But we've also got thirty or forty cases we're working on where the property hasn't foreclosed, but it it could foreclose because it's not clear who owns it um, according to the records, and we're trying to get oh. those straightened out. It's more important to get that straightened out and have somebody who's familiar with the house stay there. And and uh, and love the house and and make the house work. Wait, you said you have four people who deal with foreclosures specifically, and you currently said you have thirty to forty cases where you're trying to ascertain who owns houses. We're we're we're, we're trying to, well, in many cases we know that the owner is somebody who died years okay. ago. Okay. Yes. So, but but it's the name on the deed yes. that that counts. Yes. People don't know. Then there's usually no reason for them to know the processes that you have to do to get the name changed. To, to get it in the the proper ownership, so which saves money. If if somebody's living in a house, right, but it's in somebody else's name, the taxes are higher uh, because Oof. it's not owner occupied. So it doesn't matter that it was Grandpa's house and he passed away, and you're related to them. Right, you have to get the 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 property in your name if you're in that situation to cut your taxes. You cut the taxes, it's easier to pay the delinquent taxes. Okay, I have so many questions about this. We'll have to do this. After we're on the on the yep. air, um, because you're talking about exigent circumstances that affect people's lives, prevent their ability mm -hmm. to uh, handle their foreclosure. And that's funny because we actually have something for that. that we're going to talk about in the second half of the Sunday Chronicle, the show that knows that community knows what community needs. We'll be right back. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one and two year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now. 
with a free call. 800 Giannis giving you a little taste of the show that knows that community knows what community needs. And I'm here with County Treasurer Alan Fox. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Had a blast talking to you earlier. I want one more question before we get into how how to help people specifically with the program um, having to do with uh, COVID hardships. But uh, you mentioned that the Ingham County budget is around three quarters of a billion dollars. And you said the majority of it does not come from tax dollars. Is that correct? That's correct. Where does the rest of the money come from? It, it comes from uh, state grants. Uh, mo- most of we get, most of what we see is uh, it comes from the state. A lot of the state money is actually federal money that funnels through the state. Uh, but, mm. but, uh, uh, but, but, but that's where it comes from. Uh, the the uh, locally assessed taxes are are much less than that, but we also receive money that's included in that that we're passing through to other places. Uh, so so not all of the 750 million that we receipt is the county's to spend. Some sometimes money's passed through the county either from a local government headed for the state or the other way around. I can't imagine the balance sheets you have to keep track of. Like that just you're 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 like software must be like extra buff with 24 inch pythons and just crazy just layered out with numbers like i imagine the numbers you look like you look at every day like kind of like a non-moving version of the matrix from the first matrix movie just like (laughs) digits everywhere and you just like oh yes this is the budget for do it and this is the budget for this portion of lansing like it is just amazing but what's also amazing is helping people like you described the focus of the county treasurer uh, has two jobs, dog licenses and dealing with uh, property taxes. And people who may have difficulties that came on through to, due to COVID have access to a program that, oddly enough, in 2023 still exists and somehow still has money in it. Because, I mean, I think we all remember that PPP program, $500 billion was gone in like 30 days. And now there's lawsuits happening. People are going to jail. But this is money still sitting around for people in the Lansing area in Ingham County. So, Alan Fox, please, what is this program? It, it, it's the Michigan Homeowners Assistance Fund. Like everything in, in Michigan government, it, you pronounce the M-I as my. So, of course. So we call it my half. Hey, if you uh, have built-in branding, you use you, it, you baby. Use it. You do use it. Uh, it, it's a it's a my half is federal money that was part of one one of the federal COVID assistance packages that got filtered through the state, and it's available for homeowners to use uh, to meet any expenses related to homeownership. Uh, there, there are different programs for renters, but but this is for homeowners in particular. Uh, and and the money the money yeah, the, 
and the money is running out. Uh, we, we think this may be the last few months of it, uh, but, but we've been uh, urging people in Ingham County and, and surrounding areas as well. It's not, not a, Waverly Road is not a firm boundary right. uh, to, to, uh, uh, to take advantage of this. So, so far, there are 400 homeowners in uh, Ingham County who've received almost $3 million in assistance with taxes. And the program doesn't just cover cover, uh, delinquent property taxes. It it, uh, also includes assistance with uh, unpaid utility bills, land contract payments, which is very, very interesting because most most, uh, homeowner-related programs exclude land contracts. Anything related to costs of, of a trailer in a trailer park. All of those are eligible for for this assistance. Man, I think that's the first time I've heard of a situation where people in trailers weren't getting the short end of the stick. It, 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 it is, and, and it's one of the great things about the program as it's been put together by the state of Michigan. People of the state of Michigan who run housing programs understand that this is all part of a of a single issue and a single problem, and and so and so there's eligibility there as well. So are those the only eligibilities, or how far do they extend, or what are the conditions for eligibility? Well, it, there has to be a COVID-related uh, hardship. Now, I don't know anybody who didn't either lose some income or have higher expenses mm-hmm. because of COVID. Right. Uh, e- even those of us who aren't in need can can say that it does not require any documentation. All you have to do is say, I had. Increased costs or or decreased income because of COVID. So so there's no and no there's still money in this program. Holy smokes! Yeah, it, it it it's hard for me to believe. So what what's happening everywhere else in the state, with with a couple of exceptions, is that this is on the state's website and people apply and and they get the money or they don't. Ingham County is one of two or three counties where we've gone out to the people and said, "Come join us at events. Come here. We'll help you get the application in." The application is designed to be done online, but if your interaction with the internet is that you have a cell phone, Mm. you're not going to make that work. If you're not used to using email, and a lot of our homeowners, especially older and poorer homeowners, don't rely on email, you're not going to get the notification from the state that says, oh, we need one more document, and then you're not going to get the money. So, So what we've done is we've had a series of events in, uh, in a variety of different places around the county uh, for over a year now, where we've brought housing counselors to a location and said, come join us, we'll help you uh, get the, uh, the application in, we'll make sure that it's, that it's done in full. And these housing counselors can provide other housing services uh, for, for people whose needs go beyond just getting these bills paid. When you say needs go beyond, what are we talking about? Like for instance, let's say, I'm a woman and I'm married to another woman and the woman I'm married to was the bread earner and she dies and the house is in her name and there's no will because she died young. It's kind of sudden due to COVID, even though she was vaccinated or whatever. So I come to you guys and I'm like, yo, I don't own this house. Uh, I'm living in the house, though. I can't afford to pay the house. I got to get a job. Da, da, da. What can you do? How does this work? Well, we, we have the counselors who can p- piece together what to do with for that free. with that problem for free. This, is, this yeah. is all for free. Uh, we, we work with Capillaria Housing Partnership, which is a wonderful agency here in Lansing uh, that, that provides this assistance. They are uh, capillary. The, that's a good word for what they do. It is. And, and they are they are 
uh, certified by the state of Michigan to, to deal with these things. We, we also deal with Michigan State University Extension Services, which also provides these kinds of services. They don't usually do the work in Ingham County, but we've needed the assistance, and they've come out wow. uh, from, from the more rural counties to help us out because when we do these events, we have had as many as 30 or 40 people. And, and you can't do that with two housing counselors or, or three. <laughs> you, you, you need as many as possible. So, so, so the next one. Right, you got, four, you got four foreclosure people, and they're already busy with 30 to 40 cases. Well, we, we, our office doesn't do this ourselves. We set them up. We arrange huh. them. Uh, and we have a couple people there who, who uh, help out with it. But we have these specific housing counselors okay. actually providing the services to the, uh, uh, to, to the uh, people who need we pay extra for that. They're they're paid by the state to do this, but because we're asking them to work outside of normal business hours and outside of their office, we pay extra to make sure that this service is available uh, to Ingham County uh, taxpayers. We've got one more of these scheduled. It's coming up Thursday the 13th, Thursday, July 13th, and it's at the Tabernacle of David Church on uh, West Holmes Road. Again, we bring it to the community, not wait for people to come to us. And, and this is in a, a part of Lansing that has some need, and it's a church that's willing to and eager to host us and have a place for people to come and, and get assistance. Um, one of the reasons this is happening now, well, there are two big reasons. One is the money is running yeah, it's out. it's running out. Can't, can't wait. The, the other is July 1 tax bills just came out. Yeah. The July 1 tax bill can be paid by this program. You don't have to wait until it's delinquent. Oh, wow. You can, you can have delinquent taxes, current taxes, uh, delinquent mortgages, which you some were saying have. it takes a year to go delinquent anyway. So, yep. like, if someone, how long typically after you're found delinquent after one year of not paying does it take to actually foreclose? It, it, it takes a little over two years. So, like, you you could literally be two and a half years into this process, about to lose your home. Boom! This program could rescue your home for you, and and it has rescued a couple of hundred of them. We we wow. Uh, we, we we did a few things this year and last year on foreclosures, which is we agreed that if anybody applied for this program, they didn't need to have the money yet, but if they applied for it, even if the court order said the the home was foreclosed, we would pull it out of foreclosure and wait till the money came in, and we we did that both last year and this year. We we last year actually in, in one case pulled a house out of foreclosure in late august that was the extreme uh but but uh we we we've got all sorts of deadlines in the state law we're supposed to naturally we're supposed to announce foreclosures file them effective march 31st but we were willing to push that date out into august because we knew the money was coming from the state and we weren't going to hold somebody up uh, because of that I, i'd said earlier we, we can only do things that the law lets us do. Right. Our judges in Ingham County have let us write the court order so that it says the treasurer may keep somebody out of foreclosure for having a, a my half application in process. Oh, my God. And, and, and so and so now we're authorized by law to do that. Uh, and, and so the result this year is that we have in uh, in 2023 the smallest number of foreclosures in Ingham County history. Man, that uh, is good news. It, it is great news. It is great news and and I I want to talk about that but I mainly want <laughs> but I mainly want to get people to to uh, Tabernacle of David Church so we can prevent some more foreclosures. So when is this my half event going down? It it's uh, Thursday the 13th, this coming Thursday, 2 to 6 p.m. at Tabernacle of David Church. 
you can do this dropping in, but you can also reserve a time. And, and I'll give I'll read the phone number. Uh, call our office at 517-676-7304. It's 517-676-7304. You can pre-register so you can hold a time slot. You can also get questions answered. Uh, our, our website has a, a list of what documentation to bring, which I, I won't go through here because that's it's a it's a right right it's more of a hassle to do that i think but, if, but call, if, call us and get that information yes. and, if, and we have people who can help with that if you can't call or if you can't call well if somehow you have access to the internet m-i-h-a-f just google that and ingham county and boom you'll get links uh you'll have directions and i interrupted alan earlier or mr fox when he said uh, it covers property taxes mortgages utilities but one thing also when he mentioned land contract payments Homeowners insurance is also there and condo HOA fees. If you are fighting your HOA, which apparently a lot of people in the country are, because for some reason we want HOAs, like we want more government for some reason. I don't know why. But um, if your HOA is giving you some grief, you can use this my half program to help you as well as put in together by the as put together by the office of of the treasurer alan fox using federal funds appropriated from your federal government so make sure you take full advantage of this and go get the information ne necessary alan fox thank you so much for coming through the sunday chronicle once again thank you this is this has been great i hope we'll see some people uh, on thursday yeah looking forward to your next visit where we save some more lives <laughs> all as part of helping the community big shout out to comcast for sponsoring another episode of the sunday chronicle where we all know that community knows what community needs. Thank you, Alan, and thank you, listener. We'll talk to you next Sunday. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today.